Welcome to We Found Another Hour, a podcast and ministry of Grace Baptist Church, Springfield, Tennessee. Listen now as we join our host, Dr. Steve Freeman, and his guests as they give biblical insight into your toughest theological questions as we explore the Bible together. Well, welcome to our podcast, We Found Another Hour, uh, entitled After the, the Reality Is That There's Just Not Enough Time on Sunday Morning. And uh, we talked about that last podcast. We're glad that you joined us uh, this uh, for this podcast. We're glad that you're following us this season. We've got some great Bible questions, and that's what we've been about, answering your questions. I, I, I got flooded with some questions um, uh, over the past, uh, from the last podcast, really. So I think we really confused people, but uh, we're just going to trudge right on along. And uh, I'm thankful for those who are in the studio with us. We got little city, we got big country with a K. Uh, we got Landon and Ian, um, and and you guys. Uh, we're, we're still on the quest for the nicknames. I do. Uh, I did get uh, some names uh, that came that I want to uh, share with you. And you. Let me pull those up. You know why it's country with a K? What? The case, the K actually, if you is see the it, K silent, it, no, if you see it written out, it's actually the K from the crystals logo. Oh, that's nice. We're not talking about crystal. We spent a whole podcast talking about uh, crystals, and you know, some of our listeners like that. What what amazes me is they're not from around here, and they still listen. And like we have some from the north. Ooh. And and once you get past Kentucky, that's I think that's mm-hmm. the Mason Dixon line, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, but they they tune in and they listen. They have no idea what a crystal is, mm. and I'm I'm really sorry. Crystals are a man's best friend. <laughs> we'll send them some. We'll mail them. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> They're great. Wait a till, few days old. What's about June or July? <laughs> and put it in the mail. Nice and hot, and a little bit of molds. Never hurt anybody. No, that's just pickle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is growing pickle, another pickles. pickles. It's a pickle farm. Uh, that's nice. That's real nice. Well, you know, we went to uh, some like fast food. We went to Captain D's the other day. Ooh. And uh, no, that's not Captain D's. That's Captain Disease. <laughs> Captain Disease. Best disease I've ever had. We went to Captain. The most tastiest disease I've ever had. And it was me and and brother Steve and and one of our other church members and and we went up to the counter and and the lady said, uh, brother Steve went first and the lady said. Hey, uh, after he put in his order for his uh, two-piece fish with extra cracklings, double fries, no slaw, and sweet tea. Uh, he knows, he knows said, you well. <laughs> she said, okay, sir, uh, would you like the senior discount? <laughs> Where does that come from? I mean, one, because there's no way, like, what classifies senior in the senior discount? Well, I will admit when then when she ended up following up, and I said, "Are you over 50? I will admit, I said that is pretty that is pretty young for a senior discount. Well, that's young for a senior discount, but the reality is, <laughs> there's no way. I mean, is there consensus? Is this live or is this like audio? Because we could do. Is there any way that I would pass for 50 years old? Do I need to get a fake ID here's, now? Here's what we need to do. If you're listening, go to our website gbcspringfield.org. Go to About Us and go to the staff page. Look at a picture of Brother Steve and then email us in how old you think he is. Oh, I almost revealed go. my age. You almost did. Yep. So you almost did. And then whoever, maybe whoever, whoever gets his age right, 
we'll, we'll give, give him a shout a, out or no, something. No, we'll give him a coupon for uh, Captain D. We get you a Captain Disease <laughs> two piece battered yes. filet. And if they're over fifty, they can get a discount. That's right. <laughs> we may give them like a coupon, and Captain D's will pay them to eat there. Hmm. You know what I'm saying with the with the yeah. discount that they yeah. Have. That's true. That's true. Which is probably the only way that I'm going to eat there anymore. I'm going. Back. I do like the double crackling, so. That is good. That is good. Yes. How in the world did? How was my facial expression? Uh, it was kind of like it is sometime in our staff meetings. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, mean, I, I imagine I wasn't there, but I imagine uh, there was a few pats on the back of the head. Yeah, and then silence. They said, "Do I really look?" And the, and the lady working was so. It was her first day. The, oh, the, man, no. the manager was there, standing beside her, like pointing, like what to press on the screen, and she just stared, like she had no idea what to say. She just stared at you. Well, she kept asking. I was going to be honest with you. It was more or less. It seemed like about ten minutes, but I think it was probably ten seconds. But we just had a staring contest. Yeah, because for the first time in my life, I didn't know what to say. You were speechless. I, I mean, I was speechless. <laughs> I don't know if I was hurt. Uh, I don't, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know. But it completely caught me off guard. Well. And the fact that I had my mind on the two-piece. Did you take the discount or not? Uh, no, I did not okay. take the dis- that, that would not be integral. Mm-hmm. Because I am not 50. For, for those who are uh, entering into this makeshift of a contest that you have. <laughs> Well, you know, you can you can just decide anything these days. You can decide your gender. You can decide well, you can decide your age. Well, I'm identifying as a 25 year old. Oh, so me and Landon. That's why me and Landon hang out all the time. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Hey, we take road trips to the borough. So we're in the studio. Thank you for all that uh, elaborate um, introduction, brother Caleb. Big country. Aka, with a, AKA yeah. brother Derek. Yeah, aka yeah. brother Derek. Uh, but we do have Landon Shelby and Ian Derrick with us, Ooh. who we're still, I, we've got some uh, nicknames out here. Let me, let me tell you, it's pretty much hands down Luscious Landon. Mm. I mean, that, we really have no one who, uh, who, who has provided an alternative to that. But we do for NN, because that's what we've been calling him, because he's the only one who raises his hand inside the studio. Mm. To be called on. This is a podcast. This is a radio show. Mm. And he's raising his hand. So we just call him NN for that. But I did uh, receive a new nickname for N. And I do like it. Mm. How about this? Because because N is from Oxford, Mississippi. Right, right. Born and raised. (laughs) Born and bred. Born and bred. I mean, this is what the email says. Uh, Unborn, don't eat bread. Hey, because... (laughs) Brother Ian is from Oxford, Oxford, Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> if I am, disregard. But I like it no, because he's straight up from Oxford, Mississippi. He is. It's on his birthday. And because he never wears shoes, kind of like an ox. Let's call him Big Ox. Big Ox. <laughs> Ooh, I like it. I, I think it's a like good one. It. I like Big Ox. Oxford, Big Mississippi. Ox. Hey, hey Ox. can you give me the name attached to that email? Because I really like. I mean, I'm just curious. I'm, you know, we're just. You know. Uh, that's the and we can spell it like an Ox score, like A U X, because it's on the phone. Well, I like that. I mean, <laughs> what, what really struck me about this is the email came from Allie Derrick. Oh, oh man. 
So that's it's good. So true. big ox. I like that. We got big country. I feel like he little got, city. I feel like big he, ox and luscious landing. I feel like he got on her email and came up with email that, that came up with a name that Did was he, better and no, then sent it in on her behalf. So like he has duped us on the on, yes. on, on the next like voter fraud. We need to audit that voter fraud. <laughs> We've got voter you are fraud fake news in the studio. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think that's fake news, Caleb. It may be. It may be. It's it may be disinformation. I don't know. Ask mm-hmm. go to Facebook and see what's true. I think we need to start so, a special council. I do <laughs> like that. Big Ox. What about Big Ox? I I think it's pretty good. Like, I mean, I think it's a top contender. So well. Let's do the contest. I mean, it's hands down, Luscious Landon. Although, although we did, we we were. And I do like Lucius. I, I often call him Lucius. I, I did think of one one for for Landon that we could use. Um, so he has been solving our copier problem at, here at the office. Our copier had been jamming up a lot. He'd been interacting with the Xerox people, uh, <laughs> calling them every hour on the hour for eight hours yesterday. And I said, son, he's on their trail like a bloodhound, a bird dog. It's called a little birdie. I like that little bird. <laughs> little, birdie. Little, little city, little birdie, big ox, and big country. Well, I like that. I want to hear more about this Xerox ep- uh, escapade uh, when we come back from this break. Hey, hang with us, and we'll hear from Luscious Landon, uh, big ox, little city, big country with a K, and me. <laughs> The, ret- the retiree. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church. And if you're looking for an affordable, but yet quality Christian education for your children, maybe even your grandchildren, can I invite you to explore Grace Baptist Academy? We're currently enrolling pre-K three through first grade. And we would love for you to come to learn more about Grace Baptist Academy and perhaps to be a part of our family. Why don't you come grow with us at GBA? All right, we're back. And uh, Lucius, tell us, Brother uh, Caleb, you were talking about something in regards to Xerox. What happened to the Xerox machine? Then we've got to get to some Bible questions. The folks are not, I mean, they're they're, they're emailing the questions for us to answer, so we've got to get to that. We're going to talk about the third heaven today. And to my understanding, uh, do you have the number to the third heaven? Is that where the Xerox... (laughs) Is that, is that where the number, you know? I mean, it might as well be. I had to uh, call a few times to get the number. So uh, basically, I was talked to many customer service yesterday. Talked to Manny, <laughs> talked to Roxanne, talked to Robert. And Who was your favorite person to talk to? Oh, definitely Manny. Manny, uh, he treated me the nicest, and he was very kind and understanding. However, Roxanne was the rudest, but she gave me the best results. Mm. So, you know. I mean, sometimes you got to take the good yeah. with the bad. Yeah. So here's the, here's the question, ultimate question. Could you put together an org chart for Xerox oh, right now? I, I could, and I can give you all the phone numbers. 
<laughs> Listen, he well, got, we might not can include that on the podcast. He was getting calls from the regional manager in Cincinnati, Ohio, yesterday. It was calling him. Yeah, that's my buddy trying Terry. To, Terry, trying to fix his problem. <laughs> are you and Terry, I mean, are, yeah. uh, is he taking you to dinner? Yeah, I need to go to the depot later. Well, Cincinnati's not that far from here, so, I mean. No. Just, just I mean, you could take him over to the Ark. Yep. Uh, yeah, he and the family could hang out, yeah. you know. It's Terry. Uh, so, how long has he been with Z-Rock? <laughs> um, uh, Terry, we didn't get to that far of the conversation, but uh, Mark Gordon, who was his uh Employee, he's worked at Xerox for 37 years. Wow! Originally from outside Has of Franklin. Has there been copy machines for 37 years? He no, said, they, used, they started on uh, tablets, stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Chisel. Yeah, old Mark took care of us today. Sweet spirit, happy heart, may he take care of business. Amen. But the question is, can we print? Uh, yes. Praise Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Luscious for your tenacity. He's a bird dog, baby. <laughs> All right, so, so through that, you came up. Uh, you were talking about maybe a uh, another name for Luscious. It could be a Luscious. Well, what, what was your name? Birdie. Birdie. Luscious Birdie. <laughs> luscious Birdie. Can luscious we go with Luscious Bird? Luscious That's bird. my grandma's name. The Luscious Bird. <laughs> it's luscious, oh, bird. luscious Bird. Yeah. Lucius Bird. I do. I like it. It's Larry Bird's cousin. That's right. Lucius Bird. <laughs> <laughs> Larry and Lucius. <laughs> so we've got a great question today. Uh, from our listeners, they emailed a question from Second Corinthians chapter twelve. Really, in the first few verses, there, like one or uh, chapter, verse one through five. But it's this is the section where Paul really uh, is is talking about uh, a journey that he took, uh, and he's he's specific. He's not specific in how he took the journey because he really doesn't know. It's kind of a supernatural experience. Uh, but he, you know, here's the question: They just want to know what the third heaven is, and and who was the man who went to the third heaven? So, uh, big country with a K. Uh, why don't you set up where we are in this passage so uh, the question itself may come together uh, with our response? So, uh, Paul has written Second Corinthians to the church in Corinth, and he's written multiple letters to them. Uh, obviously, First Corinthians and. And now 2 Corinthians, and one of the issues that he's having in the in the church at Corinth is that, or in Alabama, say like Corinth, uh, to the church in Corinth is that. Uh, well, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What did they say in Oxford, Mississippi? Because really, there is a Corinth in Mississippi. Yeah. So how, how how is it pronounced? It is Corinth in Mississippi. It's Corinth, Mississippi. That's how we say it. It's huh. Corinth in Alabama. So recently, and I don't mean to interrupt, we'll get back on this Bible study, but since Big Ox is from <laughs> Oxford and they had a big game mm. this past weekend, I was just I was just wondering uh, how how how's folks doing, the family doing? One ultimate question, did you bring your popcorn? <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's obvious that Lane Kiffin forgot his thing. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, uh, I did not. Playbook. It's obvious that Big Ox was a little sore on that. You know how it is, and uh, when 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 hometown homegrown. So uh, he does have shoes on today, so he's not celebrating. <laughs> it, it's. It's it's rough. There's it's celebration rough. early in the day. There's celebration, um, then there's barefoot celebrations to another level. What I did enjoy about the game, though, is uh, Lane Kiffin's prophetic pronouncement at the beginning of the game. You know, y'all's coach, y'all's coach. Uh, we're not too fond of him. 
in the state of Tennessee or Alabama. And uh, but nevertheless, I, I, I mean, we'll, we'll give him props. But what a prophetic pronouncement at the beginning! I love when you you know throw the mic. It's not a mic drop. It's a microphone throw. Yeah. And bring your popcorn. Um, and then at halftime, Big Al, who's the mascot, I don't know if you know this, but he's the mascot for Alabama. He played the fourth quarter, by the way, center, and uh, and place kicker. But uh, Big Al came out wearing popcorn. Mm. He had a popcorn bowl. He was wearing popcorn. So it, it was completely. Um, what, what do you think about that little bird? Oh man, roll tide, baby. Roll tide. Roll tide. He's converting. Did yeah. did they did they play in Memphis? They'll play in Memphis. Yeah. We want Bama. That's we, what Memphis is gonna be saying we soon. We want Bama. You know well, the, the, the Alabama plays uh, my alma mater in twenty NLBTS? No, 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 no. <laughs> my secular alma mater, and that is Austin P State University. Let's go pee, baby. Let's go pee. That's right. Well, we have another motto, but it's just not appropriate for our our <laughs> church podcast. Mm. This is why you know I, I, that's why I talk more about NOBTS mm. than the Gubs. You mm. know, the Gubs. So uh, anyway. Uh, were we talking about the Bible? I, I don't. Yeah, we. I think we were in Corinth, Mississippi. Oh, that's right. We had a supernatural experience. That's right. That's right. Paul and Lane Kiffin. And Lane Kiffin. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> they had a supernatural encounter. They did. Uh, encounter Paul, with the third kind. Paul was with Jesus, and Lane Kiffin's was with Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Supernatural experience. Yeah. Okay. That's uh, it. That's it. Did you enjoy the game, Big Ox? I did. I did. I did enjoy the game. Uh, you know. Wasn't the game that was desired, but we enjoyed the game. We we did. <laughs> did the hometown celebrate? Did y'all throw toilet paper? What do y'all do after? I would say after a big win, Kiss but y'all don't have any of those. Much of those uh, in Oxford. So what do y'all? Or or really the other town? But isn't there another school in Mississippi? Yes, yeah, Southern Miss. Oh yeah, Northern Southern Miss. Uh, what do y'all do after uh, a, a, a good big loss? Not a win, but a big loss. Well, uh, so the first step is, you know, to take your shoes off. That's always the first. If you haven't removed them, yet. you wouldn't be big ox if you didn't. Co- correct, correct. Now I will say this about the shoes. You know, someone commented on me having shoes. Well, I have shoes on because I'm in mourning uh, over the game on Saturday. Um, so, but uh, we, you know, we, you know. It just it varies. It varies. You on just grab it. your sister and give her a big kiss. No, <laughs> no, that's, well, that's what y'all do in hard sale. Oh, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's what that's Alabama wins. I forgot. That's, 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 yeah, that's what Alabama's doing at the time. Yeah, that's hard sale. That's what. I mean, that's how we produce such great football. <laughs> that's, that's an imprint string. <laughs> keep it in the family. <laughs> Gotta keep it in okay. the family. So, we got to talk about the Bible, but how about we take a break, uh, put some germex in, in our minds, and then we'll move on to the third heaven, and maybe we can visit there today. Hey, stay with us. I promise you we're going to talk about the Bible when we come back. I'm 14. I'm 62. I'm 37. I'm 26. I'm 22. We're 47. We're five. Grace Baptist Church is a place where you'll fit in. It's not a building. It's the people within that comprise a church. People who care for one another. People who understand one another. People who live life together. 
Hi, I'm Steve Freeman, pastor of Grace Baptist Church, and I want to personally invite you to join us Sunday mornings at 9 o'clock a.m. at our main campus, where you'll find real people connecting real faith with real life. Okay, we're back, uh, and, uh, whoo, Brother Caleb. Yes, sir. Can we talk about the Bible? Let's do it. I mean, absolutely. We got way off kilter. I mean, it's almost like a crystal podcast. I know. Just nearly nearly like that. Oh, so, they're so good. You Alabama uh, boys keep it in line. Y'all getting a little bit cocky because <laughs> of, of, well, the substantial and phenomenal season that we seem to be having coming out of Tuscaloosa. So y'all boys keep it together because that that's offensive to Big Ox. I know, I know. I don't want to hurt, I'm against animal cruelty. I don't want anything like that to happen. So you're a PETA person? PETA, yeah, people eat and taste the animals. <laughs> Here we go again. Second Corinthians. We're gonna get there. Chapter 12. Uh, tell us where we are in Second okay, Corinthians. Right. Let me try this again. So Paul has written to the Corinthians and one of the big problems he's having in that church is that they are challenging his authority as an apostle. And they're saying, you you can't tell us what to do. Uh, we're apostles, not you. And so he says, actually. So we do know that these churches, the early church, was a Baptist church. Oh, definitely. Because this is, I mean, like we, I mean, still the same. This uh, was the second, this was second Baptist. They, so, oh, they yeah, second. Split, this was Harmony Baptist. They split off first Baptist. <laughs> uh, but he says, actually, I am an apostle, and I could brag about all this stuff if I wanted to. But I'm not, but I'm not going to. And that's where that's where we get to uh, chapter twelve. So basically, Paul in this story, that uh, or or in this address, because and we talked about in our last question from First Corinthians about the head coverings. We talked about the fact that really, Paul, this letter is not a random letter. This letter is a a letter in response, and the second letter is the same. It's in response to questions that the church is asking Paul, based on his authority as an apostle based on his authority as a church leader and church planner mm -hmm. and so they're appealing to paul to get some guidance so in this some are questioning the the guidance that paul gives they don't like his answers so when people don't like your answers they question your authority or your ability to provide answers this is i mean this happens in every aspect of life i mean we are rebellious in nature so when, you know, rules are made or, uh, you know, um, decisions are handed down, uh, we naturally, if they're not, if they don't benefit us, we rebel against those. And uh, that's just something that we have to work on in our sin nature. But here Paul is addressing, and as you say, uh, Paul does have apostolic authority. He, he does have leadership in the church, among the church leaders, and they do look to him at, for answers. This guy, it's everything's new. And, you know, I'll, I'll remind you guys of this as, as we think and read through the New Testament. We have to understand, like, there's no model in the New Testament. Old Testament, we have model for ministry. We have model for church. Okay, we have model for worship. We have model, if you will. But in the New Testament, there's nowhere that says, hey, this is how you structure your church. This is how you set everything up. These are the, uh, the, the rules. I mean, we have none of that. And, and, and this is quite interesting when you think about uh, church and church operation and church function. 
uh, and the fact that, you know, the early church, and of course, if you didn't know this, if you're listening uh, today, I, I mean, all of our church background, whether you're Baptist or Nazarene or Methodist or, I mean, we're all Catholic uh, in terms of our root and foundation. Okay, all that changed in, in the 16th century. Uh, but with that, for the first uh, 1,200 years of church, think about this. Of course, it was Catholic church. Okay, is that have, have you guys ever been to a Catholic church? And mm, yep. I mean, it's very, very interesting to me. I, I mean, I, I like going. Um, now, there's some aspects, obviously, that that I believe are are empty in that we don't have time uh, to expound on that. Maybe that might be a question. But what I'm saying, as far as church, and you think about Catholic church, which that's the foundation of it all. What is the Catholic church in terms of its function? And operation, what does it look like? It's it's top down authority. Well, sure, but really, when you look at it as a whole, and and how the early church functioned, how the Catholic Church functioned, it looks exactly like the Levitical priesthood. So, in essence, what happened when the church? moved from underground. In other words, when Constantine and the Roman Empire, uh, you know, moved into the Holy Roman Empire when they became Christian and that, and they, you know, they worshiped God. And so everything about Rome and Roman Empire changed and Catholicism, I mean, Christianity was no longer illegal. So everything came up from underground. Well, now we're, we're, we're church, but we don't know how to function. So what did, what did they do? They went back to the Old Testament. They went back to the only model that we had. And if you really think about the uh, Catholicism, it's the Levitical priesthood without the sacrifice. Mm. The sacrifice was, was made by Christ. But everything else functioned the same. You talked about how it was top down. Talk, look at the ritualistic aspect of it all. And uh, so in essence, there was no model. Nobody knew how to do church. So this is really how all of that got started and began to function. The problem with Catholicism and that model was the same breakdown that took place in the Levitical priesthood. It became a ritual model rather than a, uh, a righteousness facilitator, if that makes sense. So. Uh, I'm sure we'll probably have some questions from even some of our Catholic listeners. We have uh, a lot of those, but you, you know, this is what took place with through Martin Luther and the uh, the Reformation and really the Protestant Reformation, where we uh, uh, left our roots and went a different direction as far as those denominations who are Protestant. Thoughts on that? Have y'all ever thought about that before? Like no, I've never thought about matching up. It's really, interesting though. Really, still got your mind on that game, don't you? Victory, victory just kind of <laughs> consumes me sometimes. So yeah, I don't know. I, so, I don't know how we got on that subject, but this is the problem on Sunday morning. This is why we have to do a podcast because you know, like we're thirty minutes into podcast and we ain't even got to the question mm. uh, from Second Corinthians chapter twelve. So. Uh, I'm going to lay this all on you, uh, Big Country. You set it up, so you why, why don't you facilitate 
one of the guys. I want okay. a good, solid answer. Okay. You facilitate one of the guys answering this listener's question in two minutes or less. Okay. All right. Here, here's what I want to know. I'm going I'm to go to Brother Ian. Brother Ian, I want to know two things. Not one. Who is the man who was called up to the third heaven? And two, what is the third heaven? Go. So uh, the man who was called up to third heaven here is Paul himself. And so I would say that Paul is actually referencing himself here and not someone else. Uh, the third heaven. Um, can, when can we ask questions? Let him let him explain this one thing, and then let's go back and ask okay. questions. Uh, and so, um, and then the third heaven is, you know, for me, it's when when you do reading on it, when you look into it, and you look at commentaries, uh, the third heaven uh, for many people is a place that they would call is heaven. So he was he was taken to a place or, or beyond heaven. So it would be heaven there with God, and so. Um, so best that that we can see here is Paul is talking to himself about a vision about experience that he's had with God, like what you said, trying to affirm and confirm who he is and who God's called him to be. Nice. That was under two minutes. It, it was. Uh, my question, uh, hey, Big Ox, you said that the man writing, uh, he said, I know a man. This is Second Corinthians 12, uh, chapter 2. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was called up to the third heaven. Whether it was in the body or out of the body, I do not know, only God knows. And I know that this man, whether in the body or apart from the body, I do not know, but God knows, was called up to paradise and heard inexpressible things that was not permitted to tell. I will boast about a man like that, but I will not boast about myself, except in my weakness. Mm. So you classify that this man is Paul, mm. Uh, how do we get, how do we understand that that this is Paul and like so what you're saying is Paul is writing about himself in third person yeah so he yeah so he would be writing about himself in third person uh, because he doesn't want again he doesn't want to make it seem as though he like what he says he's boasting in himself he doesn't want to make it about himself he wants it to be about God and so and about uh, what God is doing and what God is is and how God is using him and using using man to communicate his message. And so, uh, for me, I think it's Paul just trying to step away from and not, he doesn't want to take the glory for, for that act. He wants it solely to be focused on God. Thoughts on that? Anybody? Brother, brother Ian? I mean, uh, Luscious, Big Ox, Little Bird. <laughs> <laughs> so many names. Um, I would, uh, I would say I kept reading in the passage and it seemed like Paul transitioned to first person. And so I think he, I think I, that, that from when I was reading, I was like, oh, okay. So he wasn't talking, he was talking about himself, but he didn't want to seem prideful. But later he transitions to like a first person in the chapter. And so I'm like, okay, so he probably was, he, it, this is definitely is him, but he just. So what we're saying is we can identify this unidentified man as Paul simply by the, uh, the, the the tense of the subject. In other words, from moving from third person to first person, all in the same context, we can deduce that this is Paul. Paul um, writing about an experience that he had 
literally, well, we would classify as an out-of-body experience, and he said in this that he didn't know if it was in the body or out of the body. It was obviously a supernatural experience that Paul went to heaven. Mm-hmm. He talking about the third heaven. Mm-hmm. So the third heaven, uh, big ox, you said the, the, uh, the, you know, the third heaven is, I'll put it in Freeman translation, you put the boat of God where God yeah. lives, okay? So why is it the third heaven? Why is it just not heaven? Jesus never talked about a first or a second or a third heaven, did he? And and not not that I recall. No, he just but, said heaven. Mm-hmm. No, he did. Perhaps this opens the door for another discussion. I imagine, but he did talk. Jesus did talk about heaven. Jesus did talk about paradise. Yeah. And Jesus did talk about the bosom of Abraham. Mm-hmm. Are those the same place? I don't think so. Mm-mm. Whoa. I don't think so. Now, what about so? Grab your popcorn. <laughs> so, so then you have the bosom, and then you have paradise. Are you saying those are two different places? No, I, I think I think that. Well, <laughs> in brief, in like two sentences, <laughs> I think that bef- uh, there was there was she there was Sheol. Part of it was part of it is Abraham's bosom. Well, we'll, we'll stop right here. All right. We're all gonna right. stop right, right. here. Right. 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 Even though we didn't answer the question, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna come back, and uh, why don't you expound on the bosoms? Uh, I can do that. I mean, can we do a biblical bosom podcast? Bosom buddies doing a biblical bosom podcast. That's I like it. Oh, I like commercial. it. Uh, irregardless, <laughs> well, we're talking about. Heaven, we're answering the question, and, and to the listener who wrote, I promise we'll get to uh, the second part of your question. But meanwhile, you know, while we're on the subject of heaven, this is the best place that you can spend eternity. This is the place you want to spend eternity, and Jesus Christ is the only way that you can get there. You want more information about Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. And he's the only way that a person can experience eternity in heaven. We'd love to talk to you about that. Contact us. Listen to our outro. And they'll tell you how to get us, uh, get in touch with us. Until next time, uh, I'm excited. Till next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to We Found Another Hour with your host, Dr. Steve Freeman, a ministry and podcast of Grace Baptist Church of Springfield, Tennessee. If you'd like more information about becoming a follower of Christ, we'd love to have that conversation. Please contact us at 615-384-3393. For other questions or information regarding Grace Baptist Church or its affiliates, write to us via email, podcast at gbcspringfield.org. And as always, as we explore the Bible together, if you have a theological question that you'd like answered on our podcast, send the question to podcast at gbcspringfield.org. Thank you for listening, and until next time, may God bless you.